Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RVE, RV empath, me, HSP, highly sensitive peeps. Presumably, you! So, it is September 21st, 2020. Welcome. How are you doing? Today, I want to mention right off the bat, is that square going on between... Pluto and what? Mercury? We will find out shortly in the astrological portion of the podcast. The main thing to focus on right now is that it's a square. And squares ask for some sort of action on our parts to help relieve or alleviate a stressful or frustrating situation. Hello. Fun is had by all. The key thing to remember is that it's really good for us, though. I mean, it's, I think, important to frame it in a way where it's positive because it's only by doing these things that we actually get to a better place within and, you know, on the out, on the outer. So, uh, yeah, just addressing things that we want to move forward with that we've been putting off uh, addressing things that are challenging that we know we quote-unquote should do uh, but we don't for whatever reason Uh, much of the time probably has to do with fear and so remember now is a huge time of transformation and change year 2020 there's a lot going on peeps as if you need me to tell you Uh, but I am a useful reminder to for us all every day in whatever way we can to be and stay calm and grounded very important and as we move forward toward uh, December because things I, I do everything is pointing to the fact that energies will shift to an easier sort of lighter way of being in uh, December so that's something to look forward to but certainly there are some frustrating aspects that are on the way <laughs> and currently here <laughs> today <laughs> So, in being cognizant of this, we continue to work on ourselves. 2020 is all about the year of working on healing our muck and yuck. As I have said before and will continue to say. Because there's that whole analogy of life being like a glass of water with sand being on the bottom of the glass and a long-handled spoon. Now, in life, the spoon will stir. That is a constant thing. So the, the key is to not to focus on preventing the spoon from stirring because that is an exercise in futility. <laughs> that is an exercise in frustration <laughs> because the spoon will stir. So 
it's important to focus on removing the sand and the sediment in whatever way works for us and that takes research that takes diligence that takes you know repeated attempts and maintenance throughout life I don't think it's something that's ever fully over of course I mean we need to continually work on like clearing ourselves out of and healing pain and trauma and karmic energy and and uh, subconscious stuff um, of the past and then there's present and uh, present to deal with present pain but I got to tell you the more we focus on healing the past it sort of clears up present pain in a way because we get healthier once we get healthier and more balanced then our lives you know life isn't as painful (laughs) which is super good so um what was I saying I was talking about the spoon and the sand and the sediment which is our muck and yuck so we work on removing it so that when the spoon stirs it's clear it remains clear in the glass versus murky when we're all filled with sand and sediment then it gets cloudy and it gets gross and you know you have enough of that and it's mud (laughs) so um, we remove our muck and remain clear that is a beautiful thing I also want to encourage us all to uh, be open to challenging ourselves when it comes to our perceptions there's a lot of energy of paranoia I feel I've experienced it myself this is something that I've lived and um, and I just lived the other day too uh, where I was assuming something about a situation to the negative I actually I didn't allow myself to really assume something it would have been easy to though Uh, but fortunately I was able to kind of remain neutral and I went and and I uh, investigated further and discovered that the the origin of the whole situation was completely innocent I mean like completely different number one and with uh, pure like energy to it number two which is so you know and perhaps in another podcast I will go into details I'm not quite sure why I'm not telling the actual story because it's not that big a deal (laughs) but for whatever reason I do want to approach it in an abstract way and I do want to point out that you can take any situation and make it you know quote-unquote bad scary um you know dangerous I mean you can put all these negative surround it with like negative perceptions and emotions whereas in reality it could be something completely different innocent innocuous I don't know why I'm saying the word innocuous I'm not even quite sure what that means I think it means um, like middle of the road like no negative implications let's look it up (laughs) since I said it because now I'm curious do 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 
innocuous. You know, I do know how to spell it. I'm a good speller. Even though I'm not familiar with the word, I can spell it. All right. Um, not harmful or offensive. There you go. That is the exact word I was looking for. A situation can be completely innocuous and we can, our minds can superimpose all kinds of bullshit onto it, really. Paranoia is a thing, peeps. Something to look out for. I have lived it my own life. Um, Assuming the worst. I guess another way of putting it is assuming the worst. About a person, a situation, what have you. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain situations that are extremely (laughs) clear-cut. I mean, there are... uh, It's not for us to question ourselves when it comes to, um, you know, there are some blatant kind of situations that are very plain in what they are. (laughs) I'm simply pointing out the many ways that we take, you know, people, places, and things that we don't have enough information about, and we fill it with our own information, which is our own inner fears. That's what I'm talking about. And that can be a fairly, a pretty common thing on the daily. So you got to sort of, you know, it's, it's a, an individual thing. Um, But it's something to be conscious of and to take into account when we're you know, sussing out our lives on the daily and being calm and balanced and using meditative techniques and de-stressing and doing self-care. All of that helps us to be in a place where we're more clear and uh, we can move forward and make healthy decisions based on being in that place. Yeah? Yeah. I know you know what I mean peeps. With that, I will move to the daily astrology. Do 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 the 21st, we have Mercury, I thought it was Mercury, but I didn't say square Pluto retrograde. Mercury is in Libra, that's all about relationships, partnerships, balance. Libra is the scales, remember. Uh Pluto retrograde is transformation, dealing with issues of power and control and manipulation, shadow side stuff, endings and beginnings, shared resources, which is a huge theme right now. And Capricorn's all about work, work ethic, overcoming obstacles, who we are in the world, our reputations, our relationships to authority, large and small. It's a lot. It is a lot. So, Remember, it doesn't have to be a huge thing in our lives, but today take some sort of action to help with the situation regarding your mind and how you communicate or or what you absorb and take in information-wise and uh, what you're reading, so on and so forth, can can be about learning. Um, Do something that furthers, you know, yourself in a positive way having to do with transformation 
cycles of stuff, healing, phoenix rising from the ashes, um, personal healthy empowerment. Okay, wonderful. So tomorrow we've got the sun moving into Libra. Happy birthday, Librans. And uh, that happening so close to this. So the Mercury, you know, can be helped by that sun as well. That's personal goals. That's us. You know, that's our egos. So really sink into balance. Libra is about balance. So calm and balanced, peeps. That is my mantra. Right now we have access to that energy um, fairly easily. We've got Mercury square Saturn in a couple of days. And Saturn's retrograde too as well. But it's going direct on the 29th. That's in a week almost. So we're feeling it now. Once Saturn goes direct, you know, that's a good thing. Because then it continues on through Capricorn and it will move into Aquarius in mid-December sometime. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, So think about, you know, again, work, work, work it. I have been going back and forth in terms of my own laziness when it comes to work and getting things done. So it's an inner sort of wrestling match that we're all going to have to contend with with in terms of our work ethic and what we're working on, what we're choosing to focus on, what long-term goals we want to further. Um, if you have long-term goals, you know what I mean? Uh, if you don't, think about them. Who do you want to be in the world? <laughs> Make it happen. So, uh, how do you want to live your life? We've got Mercury opposite Mars retrograde in a few days. Oppositions are sort of stressful energy as well. We'll talk about that more probably tomorrow. Uh, Saturn retrograde, Quintile, Chiron retrograde. That has to do with places of genius within that we can access in terms of our healing. Healing and transforming rage and anger. That is a thing that is necessary for us all to do on the inner. That's later on this week. We've got Mercury going into Scorpio um, later on this week or next weekend. We'll talk about all of this more as the week progresses. And on the 29th, we've got Mars retrograde square Saturn. So, you know, we've got quite a few frustrating, stressful aspects still about (laughs) and you know, that we're moving toward or that's moving toward us or that we're in presently actually. So yeah, always be focused on um, healing and uh, you know, moving forward the best way that we can with, with whatever you know we uh, are feel called to do with living our best lives. <sighs> All right, I think I'm going to transition to the uh, guidance card portion of the podcast. But I do want to point out today is a little different. Today, peeps, um, 
I'm going to refer back to the guidance card reading that went down on Friday for different reasons. And um, But remember, you know, it is something to consider when you're dealing with your own life. You can change things up. I mean, this is the second time that I've focused on a previous reading. It's it's rather rare for me not to do, um, you know, a, a real-time card pull. But that I'm feeling called to do this, and so I'm doing it. So, you know, remember to take risks and to do changes in your own life, too. So, all righty, guidance card portion of the podcast. Uh, before I totally transition, I do want to mention there is an inconjunct today as well with Jupiter, but Jupiter is good luck planet, great benefic. Nothing can get too twisted with Jupiter in the mix. So it's okay. With, uh, but it's with Venus, Venus and Jupiter. So Venus is also a great, you know, beautiful planet as well. So there's a little like kind of weird energy uh, between these two. Um, Venus is currently in Leo, which is a very generous, gregarious sign. So look, you know, it's nothing to worry about. I don't know why I feel called to, to draw attention to it other than do what you can to work with the energies of love and harmony in your own life and how you can expand that. Um, So yeah, anyway. Now I am going to take a moment to breathe and ground the guidance card portion of the podcast in energies for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. And I encourage you to do conscious breathing along with me. And I will um, hold the cards from Friday's reading as I'm doing this. I will be back shortly. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm back. So, just as a, a recap, the reading from last Friday, we had the Ten of Cups, Zero Major Arcana, the Fool, Two of Pentacles, Page of Wands, Number One in the Major Arcana, the Magician, Ace of Cups and Ace of Swords. Wow. So, another reminder. In this, as I fan out the cards, on either end, we have cards that in the Osho Zen Tarot deck, which is what I use, these cards are clearly referring to meditation and practices to help clear the mind. 
and go within. The Ten of Cups features a meditative individual with dolphins uh, traveling from the heart chakra, you know, surrounded by glittering healing light and uh, touching the third eye position, which is also a chakra. I did a little, um, very little (laughs) research after Friday's podcast. But at the time, I hadn't realized that the third eye, I had forgotten that that location is one of the, the seven main chakras. There are lots of chakras, I believe, but there are seven, um, seven chakras that people focus on the most. Third eye being one of them. And the uh, second card that ends the reading is the Ace of Swords, which features a huge Buddha statue extending up into the heavens with a star or a planet even shining brightly from the third eye position on the statue. So it features like outer space and it features this Buddha statue parting the the clouds of the mind. You know, the swords, um, the sword suit in the Osho Zen Tarot oftentimes features clouds. And that is what our minds can do. Our minds can be cloudy, which also that reminds me of the story of the the water and the the glass and the long-handled spoon with the sediment at the bottom because when the spoon stirs the water gets cloudy and that can happen to us on the inner but the ace of swords here brings us new enlightenment and new clarity and it's a blessing from god it's a blessing from the universe it's it's um it's beautiful and it it hearkens new beginnings (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying the word hearkens but I feel called to (laughs) so I'm going to look that word up because I'm kind of unfamiliar with that as well we are just having all sorts of uh, interesting things happen in the podcast today hearkens definition it's something that brings forth um, uh, Harkins. Do do do. What does it mean to hearken? Yeah, there's some. I'm wondering even how it's spelled. To, okay, so generally, it's it's used with the word back as well. It's to go back and recall to mind something in the past. Anyway, uh, to listen, to attend, or give heed to what is uttered. <laughs> to hear with attention, obedience, or compliance. So it, it I've forgotten exactly what I was saying now, but it hearkens... Um, I don't know. Look, I hope that little side rant was useful to someone. But what I really want to get back to is the fact that this Buddha statue, okay, this way of mentally being clear, it rises up into 
the heavens into outer space, clearing the clouds of the mind and mists of the mind to, into having beautiful clarity. It's a great card. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post both of these cards on my Instagram, RV Empath. Now, I don't want to dwell too far. I, look, I'm doing the whole podcast just on these cards alone. But I do want to point out to the importance of going within and really working and healing on the inner and connecting with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. It's so, so important, particularly as sensitives. Okay. To have that connection. Um, now, the fool is moving forward with a blank slate, moving forward with a certain sort of innocence, which, you know, it's really important to maintain. Being able to feel innocent in a way as we live our lives, because that's our inner child, and we never grow out of our inner I mean our inner child is within us our whole lives and holding on to a sense of awe and wonder and openness and hope is super important as we live our lives so do what we can to to get to this fool mentality as we move through our day two of pentacles is about balance it can be about sort of like this, you know, bending where we can bend and moving here and, you know, avoiding obstacles and sort of, uh, it is sort of an energy that can be about going with the flow, which is, which is the Osho title to the Ace of Cups further in the reading. But Ace of Pentacles can be about balance. And then we have the Page of Wands titled Playfulness. By the way, uh, Two of Pentacles is titled Moment to Moment. So moment to moment, you know, going with the flow, checking in with ourselves, having balance, uh, negotiating and navigating around the um, things in our life that we deal with on the daily. Uh, So we've got the Page of Wands titled playfulness and it's so important to you know be passionate about stuff but being able to play again that's our inner child that is with us whether we're eight or 80 or beyond or 108 we we have that we need to still be able to play that energy oh my word it's so important we have the magician existence the individual sitting on the lotus leaf out in space looking at shooting stars and galaxies you know space is is beautiful in these social zen cards that is connection with the divine that's god universal energy that is um yeah (laughs) that is uh, love so then we have ace of cups talk about love ace of cups is the be all end all peeps talk about health wealth happiness on all levels prosperity abundance but like on the inner i mean this is really feeling beyond good (laughs) 
I mean, rainbows and um, unicorns and um, the bee's knees <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the bee's knees and everything. The whole bee, not just the bee's knees. It's the whole bee. Um, th that is the whole bee and the bee all and all. But it's beautiful. B stands for beautiful. So, then we have the Ace of Swords, which is truth, clarity, a blessing when it comes to enlightenment. So, look, these cards, I, I, they're so great to focus on. And I want to encourage you to do so. Going with the flow features this figure leaning back he's even like kicked back with an arm behind their head it, it's in we the figure is vague as to in terms of gender which is perfect you know um, this applies to everyone <laughs> of course all of these cards apply to everyone uh, but what I'm trying to say is that this figure is kicked back into ocean kind of uh, watery colorful water symbolism it's a fairly simple drawing but the the energy of it of being relaxed is so wonderful oh my word and just saying that word relax and sinking into it that feels good. It helps me breathe. Relaxing is really, really important to focus on learning how to do that or relearning how to do it. Because it's, it's a necessary thing to help care for ourselves on the daily peeps. And with that... I am going to sign off for today. I do hope you enjoyed the podcast. And thank you for all that you are and do. Continue to look up RV Empath stuff online. Go to Instagram, Affirmation Bear, um, Astrology Bear on Alexa through Amazon. If you use Alexa, it's a cool thing. Uh, and it's free. Okay. And I've got free booklets on the front page of my website. And I've got a book, Free Yourself from Fear, The Fear Rocks and How They Can Help, for $9.99 through Amazon right now, through online download. The future, I am looking to expand into that a little bit. So there will be paperback and what have you at some point. Okay. Thank you so much. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Mwah.